What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Break Free on Purpose podcast. We are going to dive into breaking free from lethal thought patterns and step into your God-given purpose. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Break Free on Purpose podcast. So excited to have you here. Today, we are talking about friendship. Friendship. What's a song about friends? You got a friend in me. (laughs) You got a friend in me. That's from Toy Story. That is such a good song. What a good song. Now, we are talking about friendship today. And I was praying about this, thinking about this. And when it comes to the context of the Break Free on Purpose podcast, we are talking about breaking free from negative thought patterns, stepping into your God-given purpose. And it cannot be done without friendship. There is no way that you are going to, you, me, everyone in this world is going to live a fruitful life alone or maybe even worse with friends that are just kind of awful and not so great or not doing great things. So that would be a great conversation to have because I do feel like the Lord has blessed me with the gift of connecting, building community is to talk to you about friendship, the importance of friendship, how to build friendship, where to get the good ones, maybe how to get rid of the other ones, and how to embrace vulnerability in friendship and how that helps you break free from negative thought patterns and step into your God-given purpose and walk out that purpose. Not just step into it, but walk it out. But walk it out, walk it out, walk it out, walk it out. If you guys are 90s babies, you would know. Man, the songs, it just never gets old, never gets old. All right, so why friendship? Why is friendship so important? Just like I said, it cannot be done well and great if it is alone. And you cannot do life well with a bunch of humans that are negative, draining, or just don't want more in life. They're just looking to live at baseline. So that is where you get the opportunity to choose how you build friendships, choose who you build friendships with. And today we're going to talk about how you do that. But I also want to share some stats that I think is really important that I came across from a Harvard research project that was done on a study specifically around friendship and how having really quality friendships impacts your life. And I thought these were so wild, guys. It impacts your life to increase your life expectancy. It decreases cardiovascular disease in women. It decreases side effects in dementia, both in men and women. When you have consistent connections with quality friends, it decreases rates of depression, increases positive mental health, and lowering stress with positive effects of for the gut and immune system, as well as in part of this study with almost half a million people, it found that those who are lacking in strong quality relationships have an increased premature death. Guys, listen to this. Increased premature death of 50% higher than those who have high quality consistent friendships. 50% higher premature death. That's wild. So trying to do life alone, one, doing life alone 
or doing it with people who are just not so great, you could potentially be increasing your chances of a premature death. That's bonkers. So in summary, having good friends, consistent connections with friends who are quality, who are positive, healthy, helping you expand your mind, pushing you towards your goals, supporting you, encouraging you, is going to increase your happiness, increase your confidence, increase your health and your life expectancy and your mental health. Why wouldn't you want friends? So that's what you have to ask yourself. What is, what is it that's holding me back from actually wanting to be vulnerable with people, from actually wanting to be in deep connection with people? What am I afraid of happening if I get too close to someone? And quote unquote, too close is a story, by the way. You think about the Bible, you think about what Jesus went through with his disciples, you think about even just Jesus on the cross, bearing his body, his life on the cross for your sins, that is vulnerable. He was doing that in front of tons and tons and tons of people. That is vulnerable. Imagine if you had that same intimacy with friends, how much more fruitful your life can be. They can help you. They can support you. They can pour into you. But people cannot support you and pour into you and love on you and encourage you if they don't know what's going on in your life. All right, so how how do we make them? Because quality matters. Quality over quantity. Funny story. So when I was in, I think I was probably in ninth or 10th grade, I vividly remember my dad looked at me in the eye. I've always been a social butterfly. And sometimes I definitely leaned more on the side of quantity than I did quality. Without naming names, my dad straight up looked me in the eye and was like, Emma, look around. That person you keep hanging out with is probably not going to be your friend in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And now look around and say, and he was like, look around. Also, probably 99% of those people that you're hanging out with will never be your friend again after high school. Social butterfly Emma, her heart was broken, and I very much was like, you're lying, Dad. There's no way that I'm not going to be friends with these people. I thought my whole life revolved around them. I didn't like school, so I socialized the majority of the time. Guess how many friends I have from high school? Like, close, close friendships, consistently. One, she was my best friend since I was 11 years old. Shout out to Becca. And that chick that my dad was referring to, she is not my friend. doesn't mean they were bad people. But what I'm getting at is it is better to have quality than quantity. And let's face it, most of the time, our parents or our elders or our mentors are almost always right. They know. They know best. Dad knows best. So friendships, quality ones, how do we get them? Well, you have to make them. Guys, we're not in kindergarten anymore on the playground asking someone if they want to go hang out on the swing set. And even then, that is not quality. Because, why are they not quality? Because it's not made out of intention. But I don't expect any kindergartner to be making friends out of intention. That's just a natural state of how culture works. You make friends at school. You make friends at summer camp. You make friends in the neighborhood. You make friends at work. You make friends traveling, social settings, then it gets to a place when you're adult 
and you have goals. And what is your intention for the goal is to fulfill it. But to be able to fulfill something, you need to have a group of people going that way with you. Maybe a few steps ahead of you. Maybe they've already gotten there. Giving you a blueprint, helping you hold open doors and get through the tough times. But that has to be intentional. And how do we build intentional friendships? Well, first, you need to be clear on what you want. So you've probably heard it in dating, but I'm talking about this in friendship, is what do you want? What's the list? What are you looking for? So before I moved to California, I had written a list of things I wanted in a mentor. I wanted this mentor to be Christian. I wanted them to be married for a long time. I wanted them to have a successful relationship. I wanted them to be an entrepreneur. I wanted them to be really positive and encouraging. Just super wise. So I was praying on this. And there were many people that I would meet that came close to that list. And then when I moved here, I actually met that person. And I, the only reason I knew I met this person is because I had a list. I had a clear-cut list of who this type of mentor was going to be. Not all of your friendships are going to be because of this list. But how are you going to know that you are walking out the friendships that you need to be able to walk out your purpose if you don't have a list? You don't, I mean, people do go to the grocery store totally blind, but like you end up spending so much time there and you probably end up buying stuff you don't need. It's just a waste of time. It's not good for your health, right? So why are you doing that same thing with your friendships? Because this is an entire life. So have a list of what you're looking for. And things might be different. Not every person's going to be like the most like perfect. They have every area of my life that I want. It could be maybe you have a, you're looking for a friend that's going to be your business buddy. The person that holds you accountable in your business and is really in tune with things going on in the business world. And that person's going to link arms with you in that. Maybe it's a fitness friend. Maybe it's a faith friend. And there might be a few sprinkled in there that have all of it, right? Like I have friends who are really into adventurous stuff, like being outside. They're not going to go try and make a friend with someone who's like just obsessed with shopping. They're going to go find a friend who's into adventurous stuff so that they can do those things together. All right, so making a list. And then putting yourself in those situations to meet those people. You can make a list and just sit at home, but I'm sorry, 99.9% of the time, it's not going to be the Amazon delivery guy. So go get in spaces. This might mean that you have to move. This might mean that you have to travel a little bit. This might mean that you have to get outside of your comfort zone. What just like pulls at my heart when people say, I just want a friend, I just want a friend, I just want a friend, but they're doing absolutely nothing to get a friend. God is not a genie. You have to leave your house and you've got to get uncomfortable. Every season that I've moved or any time that I'm searching for something, you got to take action. Take action and make a list. So you look at that list of the qualities you're looking for. And then ask yourself, where do these people hang out? Where do these people spend time? Where are these people getting educated? What are these people doing? And start to make a list of where these people go. 
because there's certain situations and environments that attract these individuals. You know, if you're, if you're like, I really want a fitness person, a fitness friend, we'll go to the gym, go to a smoothie shop. If you're like, I really want to like get involved with someone who's super adventurous and like spends a lot of time outside. I mean, honestly, you could probably just walk around REI and find like 10 of them. <laughs> but you could also go to like Facebook groups to find these different people. If it's business, go to a conference, go to a mastermind, faith. Go to a church, find a prayer group, text a friend, do this like business networking. If, if you've never done that, like text a friend and be like, this is the type of friend I'm looking for. Do you know someone like this? All right. How do you keep them? <laughs> Guys, I have, I also want to just like reality of this is like there are legit friendship breakups. They're real. They suck. And why do they suck? I've, I've thought about this for a long time now because I've experienced it more in my adult life than I have like childhood. I think they suck because like you just never anticipated it. Like no one really talks about like friendship breakups and then no one teaches you how to do it. And then the other layer to it that I'm learning now more in the kind of recent year or two is I think they hurt because we have underlined resentment because we had specific expectations of individuals and those expectations weren't met, but they were unstated expectations. So first off, do not set expectations that are unset or unstated and then expect someone to meet them. And then resentment happens because you're like, well, they didn't do this. And then resentment builds, 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 builds and a molehill becomes a mountain. And then we're just kind of like, screw you, you suck. That's creating your own pain. That's not pain towards that person. That person's not experiencing that pain. You're putting that pain in your own life. So grief from friendships is real and give yourself that space. And sometimes you actually do have to break up with a friend. Maybe that's, you're literally telling them like, Hey, we cannot be friends anymore for X, Y, Z reason. It's, it's just not healthy. And sometimes it's a silent boundary that's set and you know, you're going to hold that boundary, but it's because that person's toxic or codependent or whatever the situation, or maybe you're trying to remove yourself from certain habits. I know I removed myself a lot from a group of friends due to, they were just partying and I was over the party scene and I knew that I couldn't be around that anymore. I didn't tell them like, Hey, I'm breaking up with you because you party. I just stopped spending time with them. And if some of them reached out and asked to hang out, I just let them know, like, I'm not partying anymore. So if you want to hang out, we can go on walks, we can work out, we can get a coffee, but like, I won't be your party girl. Some of them followed through on that. And some, honestly, I've never heard from them since, but that hurt. And it hurts because you did have a friendship there. There were memories there. So give yourself the space to grieve. It is a real thing. And sometimes even where the hurt comes from, we had memories that we were hoping for in the future, expectations that we were hoping for to fulfill in that friendship. So it's just like a relationship, a romantic relationship to an extent, especially if you spent like years and hours and days with these people. All right, so how do you keep them? We're back to that. How do we keep them? We're adults now and we all have schedules. You have to put down the expectation that you're going to hang out with these people all the time, especially if you're someone who went to college and you had the beauty of hanging out with your friends all day long, every day. 
it's not reality anymore, unfortunately, unless you're working with your friends and living with your friends. And for most people, that's not the case. So you have to put down the expectation that you're going to see them all the time, one. Two, then set the realistic expectation and schedule it. Some of my girlfriends that I'm long distance friends with, I talk to them every so often, like some sometimes once a month, sometimes once every three or six months. And I do not get offended that that's the case. Because a lot of them have kids or they have businesses and I just know life is busy. I'm not taking it offensively. And if you can build a solid friendship on the fact that you don't talk all the time, but you know in your heart, like this person, we are connected. And when we talk, we are supporting one another. That works. But you have to be clear about those expectations. So some of those girlfriends I shoot a text to, they shoot a text to me, and we just know openly that, hey, I'm here for you. I love you. If you need me, call me. But I'm not always going to be available. That's okay. I'm also single, and some of these friends are married. You know, they have, they have responsibilities around their marriage. So again, you have to be clear on the expectation based off the certain individual. Some of my friends that live here, we schedule time and there's certain people that I want to see every week and they want to see me every week and that's because we're supporting each other like real time live in what's going on in our lives. And that in itself is a blessing. So schedule it, communicate your expectations, communicate your needs. Like a couple of my girlfriends live in another state all the way on the other side of the country. I see them once a year, sometimes twice. Twice is like freaking amazing, but once a year. And that to me is like the biggest thing. So you have, but I, but they know that too. And sometimes they come out here. So you have to schedule it. Be real. How do you keep them is being real. I think in these days with friendship, there's so much like just fakeness because people want to be desired and wanted. And that comes from an unhealthy place. Like, Know where you are lacking in your worth and not going to Jesus and you're trying to go to your friendships because of it. Don't rely on another human, guys. Go to God. He will fill your cup and the friendship is an added fruit to life. But be So you can't have a real honest friendship if you're always wanting worth from someone. So some of my like best friendships are where we can just be like, yo, what you just said was really messed up or you're not being as consistent as you said you were going to be or why do you keep doing that or that hurt my feelings and sometimes it hurts hearing that but you just have an honest conversation like hey that hurt my feelings we got feedback I didn't want the feedback whatever but I think there's this lie or this like facade of like friendship's going to be easy and it's just going to be like riding down on the PCH with our convertible and like, yay, real friendship, real friendship starts with real, which means being vulnerable and being honest. But to be able to receive honesty, you have to be secure. And for you to be secure, you need to be secure in the Lord. So if you're noticing in friendships, you're getting triggered and that person's genuinely not like trying to push your buttons or be toxic or crazy or weird. Ask yourself, why am I getting triggered? What's What am I attached to that I'm trying to get out of this person? 
the a lot of the lies around friendship too I think come from not feeling like you're enough especially like female friends Praise the Lord, but I've been so protected around this as I have not felt like deep comparison or competition with other women. And I think that is due to how I was raised in environments that I got to be in consistently. Like a lot of times, usually in sports, there's a lot of competition, but for some reason, we just were really encouraging to one another. (laughs) So I got blessed in that way but also just how it was raised. My dad and mom constantly pouring into my sibling and I on being confident and secure in who you were created to be and just owning that and knowing that like not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to like your cup of tea. Cool. You don't have to like me. That doesn't mean you don't change and grow and check yourself, but not everyone's going to love you and that's okay. doesn't mean that like you're a sucky human. And with the reality of friendship is for you to be vulnerable with someone, you have to be vulnerable with you. So I think a lot of people isolate themselves because they don't want to have to be real with people, telling them what actually their dirty, dark secrets are is hard. And healing is a benefit and a beauty of friendship when you speak something out loud that you're struggling with or you speak a sin out loud and you repent to a friend you shed light on that and shame dies or let's say you're going through a really hard breakup you sitting in your room alone crying every single day is not going to allow you to heal You're going to go into a pit of depression probably and like all these spirals maybe about who who you are, what you think about yourself, all this stuff. But if you have a girlfriend who you can confine in and you can share, they can bring you back up to God and say, hey, you're awesome. Like you got this. Like let's focus on what you can heal, but also let's focus on like that sometimes people are just not your people. They can encourage you and uplift you. And the turnaround time on healing is a lot faster when you're in community. Because it's not just one brain, it's however many brains are in your community, which is amazing. And the enemy is going to try and play with your thoughts to get you to isolate. Because if we can isolate people, then they, they will be way less than they were called to be. So I challenge you, take a look at your circle. Is my circle made up of quality? Or is it just quantity? And if it's just quantity, what do I need to do to start getting myself in rooms and in communities and with a friendship that builds me up and helps me walk on my purpose? And then the other question is, is if I have no friends, I have no human being to call to support me and grow and do life with, is what am I doing right now to move the needle forward and go make a friend? And yes, if that is you, or even if it's both of those scenarios, I know it's going to be uncomfortable. Be okay with being uncomfortable. The benefit and the reward of being uncomfortable is so worth it. So I can't wait to hear all of these testimonies of your new besties that you're going to make. You can't grow in your 
thought process of who you think you are and how you think about yourself if you're always living in comfort. They also, the other beauties of friendship are having people that push you beyond your limits. It definitely, if you're in the right circle and it's pushing you beyond your limits, like it's going to help you make more money. It's going to help you get more fit. It's going to help you be more consistent in your routine. Healthy, healthy, healthy. That's what we're talking about. Like people aren't partying all the time. You're not going to be drinking as much. Like that's amazing. You could become a better person by who you're hanging out with. They always say you're, you're the average of the five people you spend your time with. Who are the five people you're spending your time with? Do I want to be like them? If you don't want to be like the five people who you're spending your time with, get out. Leave. I would rather be alone for like a month knowing that I, on the other side of that, there's some besties that are going to help me charge forward towards my purpose than live another minute with people who are going to drag me down. Like That does not sound fun. And I've been there. I have been there. Sometimes you don't even realize you're getting there too. So give yourself some grace. It's okay. If you're there, just pick up your stuff and get it going. Life is short, but it's also long. So quality, quality. That's probably some like infomercial. Isn't that like an infomercial some, somewhere? All right. Friendship, guys. It's important for your health. It's important for your finances. It's important for fulfilling on your goals. It's important for just happiness. Don't you just want to giggle with someone? I love laughing. If you know me, you know that I'm a total goof. And if I'm not making you laugh, at least I'm laughing. So that's all that matters. Love you guys. Go make a list of the qualities of friends. Go make a list of where you can find them. And go take some action. Schedule it take some action and get vulnerable. If you already have quality people and you notice you want to build deeper relationships with them, go be vulnerable. And if you're unsure of what that means, if there's a topic or a thing that just makes you want to, I don't want to share, go share it. Go share it with them. They want to love you. They want to help you. And they can't love you and help you if they don't know what's going on. If this episode was supportive, if you enjoyed it, would love it if you liked it, shared it, leave a comment, subscribe. Thank you for being here. Let's pray. Have a blessed day. Lord, thank you for this amazing time with you. Thank you for giving each of these individuals just vision around future friendships, Just pray for their hearts to be softened on connections that they're making, connections that they're going to make. I pray for boldness and courage to step out and be uncomfortable um, in diving deep in relationship. I just rebuke the spirit of isolation in Jesus' name, the spirit of division in Jesus' name, the spirit of fear in Jesus' name is rebuked. Thank you, Jesus, for protecting these individuals. I pray for new friendships to be made. And for blessing to come from that, Lord, that their life expectancy and their mental health just expands in Jesus' name because of these new friendships. I pray for boldness to walk away from unhealthy friendships. Pray for boldness to move to different states, to try out events, and for divine connections, divine opportunities. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Break Free on Purpose podcast. Like, share, subscribe for more. See you next time. Peace.